When you are mindfully consuming, you are in abundance. I have so much money and I want to allocate my resources to the highest and best use of my monies so I can get even more money or more satisfaction. Hey bestie, welcome to the Spoiled Girly Support Group Podcast where we talk about how to get that bag while also securing your own bag. I'm your host Elle and let's get into it. On today's episode, we are going to do a fall reset and talk about mindful consumption, de-influencing yourself, and overall money tips that still keep you in abundance and how you can secure that bag while still getting the bag that you want. For all the new girlies, don't forget to hit the like and subscribe button and hit that notification bell so you never miss a spoiled girly episode. With all that being said, let's get into it. Listen, I love fall. Like fall is is my season. I am so excited for fall. Like, I can't. I can't. A lot of people think that because I'm an island girly, I love the summer. I do. But summer is number two in my seasons and fall is number one. Like fall is for the girls. I don't care. It's just so cozy and the outfits are cuter. Like I, it's so hard for me to make a summer outfit cute. Okay, it's a dress. That's it. I mean, obviously there's a lot of cute dresses, but I don't know. It's just less of a vibe than fall is. Like fall, I can't count how many times I say fall in this video. Fall and winter are like the homebody season and I'm here for it. Although I love summer and I will always be a beach lover, especially in the summer, there's just something about fall, about the weather getting chilly and doing the fall activities like baking and go to the pumpkin patch. Starbucks releases the pumpkin spice latte and the falling leaves and the shackets. I don't know. I just... I love it. If you live in a place where there's really no seasons, don't worry. This video will still apply to you because this video is about fall reset, but we're still going to talk about evergreen things, okay? Things that will apply outside of the fall season. And this topic is just so timely because fall is a recuperating season. When you think about it, like when the weather gets chilly, you just want to retire at home, you just want to nest, you want to recuperate and kind of like analyze and strategize. This is our are Q4. And if you're not a finance girly, Q4 is basically like the fourth quarter of the year. This is go time. You want to meet your quota by the end of the year. So you reflect on what you've done for the past year and how you're going to meet that quota. And I don't want to stress you out, okay? Like this is not supposed to be a stressful thing. This is our Q4. Fall is the Q4 for the spoiled girlies. When you think about it, fall is when we strategize. We may not be doing so many movements taking so many actions but we're just observing and strategizing and deepening our relationships with the people around us so that when the new year comes q1 comes we're ready and while everyone else is getting their life together in january going to the gym for the first time in months you would have already established your habits during fall so when january comes you're like oh these are not new habits for me these are ingrained habits because i started in the fall i like to think of fall as like the review for what has happened in the past year like are there things you can improve on or are there things you need to celebrate even if a lot of people don't think they're big achievements for you they're big achievements so this is the time to really look back and celebrate yourself and be honest with yourself about what you can do for the next year and i know it's like what is it? It's like September and you're already talking about the next year. But the spoiled girlies are forward thinking girlies. We live in the present, but we are mindful of the future. One thing I love about living in a place where there's some kind of seasons, like, okay, where I live, there's really like two seasons. Good weather and good weather. But I know... 
We kind of pretend that we have seasons. Like the people here are so delulu, like me, wearing a sweater when it's hot out. But I'm, we're just so delusional. We want to have seasons. And we're jealous of the people who have really beautiful foliage in the fall. But anyway, even though you may not have seasons where you live, you can pretend. Because the seasons are nature's signal to us. You've been working a lot for so long. Maybe it's time to rest. Maybe it's time to strategize. Maybe it's time to pull back. Or maybe it's go time. Like what are you doing? Sitting on your butt, doing nothing. That's nature's way of telling us that we are supposed to be in season also. As women especially, we are cyclical beings. Like, we cycle with the moon. We are not meant to do the same thing over and over again for an extended period of time. Like, it's just not healthy for us. And the changing seasons are just a magnified lens of that. And living close to nature has really helped a lot of people. They call it living seasonally. And the people who practice it, they say that it's changed their lives. As someone who thought that life should be a rat race, that you should be go, go, go all the time, if you're not ahead you're behind it is so healing to think of living life as living by the seasons number one life has seasons number two different people are in different seasons of life and it really helps when you yourself are feeling envy or jealousy because you realize that they're in a different season I'm in a different season and we're all gonna go through it my season will come one day because the only thing that is guaranteed in life is change and taxes so don't feel like if you are not in the same spot as somebody else who should be in the same spot as you, they're in a different season and you're in a different season, your season will come. To summarize that, we are cyclical beings and why do we think that the way we live life should not be cyclical as well? There is a time for us to grow, to flourish, to thrive, to rest, to recuperate and we are entering that season of recuperation so that we can prepare for the next upcoming seasons of growth and thriving and flourishing. And not to say that you're not going to thrive and flourish during fall but I think this is just a sign for us to kind of take a step back and analyze like how are we going to move around the world to get what we want in life let's take this time to recuperate and fall is that recuperation season she's the that girl of the seasons no other season has better marketing than fall when you think about it like okay christmas love christmas i love the holidays but as a season fall is the best marketed season of all and there's been some criticism of the commodification of fall to be more easily consumed to drive mass production and we're gonna get into it i don't disagree with that in the year of barbie our fall is marked by ugg tasmans poofy shoulder bags poofy cropped vests poofy everything red leather boots red leather jackets long white socks and oversized trench coats there's a certain vision of fall that comes to mind when we think about it and it may seem like we need all of these things to have a good experience of fall but maybe we don't need everything trends definitely come and go but if you want to market yourself as a specific type of person to a specific type of people it may be necessary to follow certain trends because no matter what the d influencers tell you that you don't need this you don't need that 
deep down, you still feel like you need it. Deep down, you still feel like you need to fit in because it is true. It is our human condition to want to fit in, to be just like other people, to dress just like other people, to be exactly like other girls, to be basic. At our core, we are craving community and one way to build that is to be similar to each other. So the whole de-influencing movement, while it is commendable that it is driving down unnecessary consumption, I think it's missing that part that a lot of people still feel like they need these things to fit in because the things that we want in life are brought about by people so if you do not present yourself in a way that the people that you want to populate your dream life resonate with it's difficult and so i just want to teach you discernment so that you can figure out the things that you want to allocate your resources to aka spend money on that will drive the needle that will help you accomplish what you want to accomplish in a shorter amount of time because everyone has a budget when you think about it even the richest people you know or you think you know even the richest people they still have a budget okay all these influencers saying oh shopping without a budget this isn't there's still a budget okay there's a range and at a certain point some of these people all they do is stick within that range and then they call it not shopping without a budget just know that everyone has a budget you need to stick within your own budget and allocate your resources to things that will move the needle not things that you just spend money on to make yourself feel better in the meantime but it doesn't really do anything for you that is conducive to you feeling better in the longer term with all that being said, here's some guidance on fall consumption so that you can still feel the vibes while still securing your bag. Instead of following a specific trend to a T, you can incorporate certain aspects of a trend to things that you're going to buy anyway. For example, I was in the market for a slightly bigger, dressier bag that can go from Pilates to brunch. So I got this bag sent from Teddy Blake and it is just the perfect bag for my needs and I was going to get one anyway. But I'm like, okay, I just want to get something for fall because you know what we're going into a new season and i just want something a little bit different i love my sad beige lifestyle with my sad beige outfits and my sad beige bags but there's only so many beige things you can have and i'm like what's the color of the season apparently red is the color of the season and i'm like okay i'm gonna get one anyway so i'm gonna incorporate a trend into something that i'm already gonna get anyway i got this and it's perfect like it holds everything Thing. we'll do a bag tour next time but look at that and it's all leather like the feel is just like do you feel that and i'm all about the sensory experience i'm very sensitive when it comes to like sensory things so this feels very good to me and it's just like soft and it's real calf leather made in italy which i appreciate because we're gonna get into that point in a little bit i'm gonna talk about how you want to get your money's worth when you buy things and i wanted to make sure that the color that i picked was still something that i would wear afterwards so i even did like a pinterest search on red bag outfits and i saw that you can still wear it even after fall and it's just like you know red it's red red is a color that people wear all the time so even after fall i can still wear it but in the meantime it's going to be super stylish because it's on trend and i would have gotten it anyway and i can participate in a trend without following it to a t and not moving away from my core style so let's talk about mindful consumption i think a lot of the mindful consumption de-influencing type of content it's coming from a place of scarcity and i don't like to think of it that way like you shouldn't buy this you shouldn't buy that you're broke like practice living on nothing 
I like to look at it from an abundance perspective. There's so many good things that I could allocate my resources to, but which one will move the needle for me the most the fastest? And having that positive association with your purchasing habits, it makes you feel less guilty when you spend money. And a lot of the ineffective habits that we have when it comes to money, it's coming from that emotional place of first feeling the punishment when you spend the money and feeling like, okay, well, I already did that one bad thing. Let me do the second one, the third one, the fourth one and I'll just reset whenever the new year comes or whenever the next paycheck comes but when you come at it from this abundance mindset that wow I have all this money all these resources to spend on these things but which one is worthy of me spending my money on them which one will bring even more abundance into my life if I invest on them having that positive association just helps you feel more at ease with your spending and helps you feel like you already have enough because a lot of us we already have enough but there's a need somewhere that we need to fulfill and we need to locate that need first before we fill it with Amazon packages so here's one thing that I do to de-influence myself from certain purchases. Number one is educating myself on reading labels. So knowing what that thing is made of. For example, I was looking at this vest because I saw someone wearing it and I'm like, oh my god, I have to have that vest. It's so gorgeous. It's pretty. And then I look at the materials and it's acrylic. They are charging cashmere prices for an acrylic vest. And I de-influenced myself right off the bat. De-influenced. Bye. Even though I was so into it. I could already imagine myself wearing it. It's just not going to happen because it's acrylic and I have no business spending cashmere prices on acrylic. Or I find a really cute dress from a really well-known brand and like it looks so good and the fit looks good but it's polyester i am not a snob when it comes to polyester okay i will buy polyester if it's at polyester prices but some brands are really out here charging cotton linen prices for polyester you have to know when the prices match up whatever you're buying because that knowledge just helps you de-influence yourself i don't shop as much as i used to because i implemented that rule is if i'm paying certain prices it has to be from materials that are that same price so you will not catch me paying cashmere prices for acrylic or linen prices for polyester this is not being a snob and sometimes you just want to pay low prices you want to pay polyester prices you want to pay acrylic prices and that's perfectly fine as long as the price to material ratio matches then go for it but i have de-influenced myself in so many ways just implementing that rule and also this next rule of really prioritizing materials because once you start shopping for materials instead of brand because now a lot of the brands are just writing on the coattails of their past performance but we're not like that anymore okay we're smarter than that so a lot of us consumers we're now looking at materials and not just the brand we're not falling for these outdated practices anymore of brands just hiding behind their logos we're smarter than that now well i hope we are smarter than that now so you just become your own biggest de-influencer whenever you gain some knowledge about the materials that go into the things that you're consuming. And like I said, not everything has to be super high quality, luxury quality type of stuff. But when you are spending that kind of money, the luxury quality type of money, you need to get your money's worth. And sometimes if you're able to, you can save up whatever you're going to put into a lower priced item and save it for the more high quality version of that item. So instead of getting 
getting four or five of one thing that you know you're going to use up or you know is lower quality than you'd like you can just wait and get one good version of that thing so there's a lot of ways that you can go about this but it all starts with the knowledge of what goes into what you're consuming i have fallen out of love with some clothing brands because they would start out being really high quality made of high quality materials and then they get absorbed by some corporation or a big private equity firm and they start making clothes out of polyester but they still had the non-polyester pricing when the quality to price ratio isn't adding up we're going to take our dollars elsewhere and i think that's the beauty of our world nowadays where consumers have a lot of information on their fingertips about what they're consuming that a lot of these independent brands who really stand by the quality the craftsmanship of their products they're the ones who are thriving right now brands like Polen, Kuyana, Leffler Randall, Teddy Blake, Italic, those brands are experiencing growth right now because of this sentiment that people are now getting more educated about their purchases. Back to the topic of de-influencing yourself. Here's another thing that I've been doing is whenever I come across any type of advertisement or whatever on social media, anytime I come across something that I would like to buy on social media, I put it on a list. And I sit on that list until I feel this drive to really buy it. Just a couple days or a week or two or a month, you will de-influence yourself that way. After the initial feeling of, ooh, I want that, it's gonna fade and you're gonna be in a more mindful space like that's just the impulsivity in me talking so be okay with sitting on purchases for a while because then you can appreciate what you do end up getting because you waited for it and also you de-influence yourself from getting things that was just impulsive you talking and with the holidays coming up you can share your list with the people who want to buy you gifts and then you can actually get what you really want instead of getting like random things i am so turned off by this idea of of mindful consumption as something that involves us depriving ourselves of the enjoyment of life it's supposed to increase our enjoyment of life mindful consumption is all about allocating your resources to things that drive the needle the most the fastest and that's it you don't have to feel bad you don't have to feel guilt whenever you are mindfully consuming things you're in your discernment you're vibing you're putting things on lists you're strategizing you are maximizing your return on investment on whatever you are buying and it's not just money when we talk about ROI, it's also the satisfaction, the enjoyment, the increased quality of life. A lot of these tips don't need to come from scarcity mindset. They can come from abundance mindset because when you are mindfully consuming, you are in abundance. I have so much money and I want to allocate my resources to the highest and best use of my monies so I can get even more money or more satisfaction. That's all I have for you today. I just wanted to let you know that you can be mindful with your consumption while still enjoying life. You can secure your bag and buy it too. Now get that bag, bestie.